I recently sat through a keynote. And keynotes can be a lot of different things. It can be something entertaining. It could be to engage the learner. It could be any number of different reasons for that. But in this particular keynote, it was basically a lecture. And yes, it was a lecture on the content I was there to learn about, but it droned on and on. And I just... I just wanted to leave, but I couldn't because I was too close to the front of the room and I was embarrassed. But afterwards, I thought to myself, I can never get that time back. So what are some tips if you absolutely have to lecture? Because I have clients that are like, oh, I have to lecture. I'm not ready to incorporate these techniques and all that kind of stuff. So what, what can you do if you really have to lecture, at least for the immediate future? I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group, and this creative training tip could really revolutionize that next lecture. So here are five tips that I would encourage anyone that feels the need to lecture. Of course, we would want you to do a mini lecture. We want to chunk out our content and make sure that it flows. And what I say by a mini lecture would be 10 minutes and then engage them in some way. But if if you're not there yet, maybe use some sort of a physical movement or activity to help break up your presentation. For example, when you're presenting, you could just say, how many of you, and that is simply raise your hand, how many of you have experienced XYZ? Just the movement of them raising their hand is a way to engage them and bring them into your world. Another tip surrounding that is when you're telling stories, put them in the story or put them in the analogy. Avoid using that uh, jargon during that story. Keep your language simple and straightforward and, of course, using a lot of color and variety, but put them in the story. So something like this. Imagine it's vacation time and you're so excited. You're, You're getting on this this airplane, and suddenly fill in the blank. And then at the end of your presentation, you can say, you know what, that was about me. When I last went on this trip, you can reveal that at the end. So using an analogy or a story can be really a great way to engage in that lecture. I would also say, make sure you have an overview so that people know what they're getting into. Introduce the major points at the beginning that will be given. And at the end, just kind of wrapping it up, ask them, do you recall the seven steps and which of those steps is a preferred style or which of those steps is the most difficult? So making sure that we kind of start with an overview and then end with a recall element. Another tip for lecturing, using visual images. The, a lot of times people call it a PowerPoint, whatever type of visual imagery you're using. Um, maybe you're using Keynote in your Mac, or perhaps there are a lot of different tools out today. But the idea is that the visuals add to the story or to the content. I recently was presenting and um, helping a group of uh, pharma folks learn uh, a little bit about interactivity and engagement. And the slide was so full, no one knew where to look. And the idea there is if you have so much on the slide, no one knows where to look, it's better to chunk that into two slides. And I know it's going to have to go through legal and all that kind of stuff, but chunk it into a couple of slides to make it a little bit easier. 
I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group, and oh, wait, I bet some of you are like, hey, she's only given me four. And that last piece is incorporating feedback. Make sure that you give people the opportunity to share with you, maybe to ask questions, and interact with your lecture in that way. Thank you for listening to this Creative Training Tips podcast. We'll see you next week.